G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Vision 180. Live different. Different. Vision 180. Live different. Different. For King and Country, it's not over yet. Living different at Vision 180 for your Saturday simulcast. And we have the pleasure of being joined on the show today by Luke and Joel Smallbone from the band for King and Country. Now, I'm going to start with talking about family. Luke, first, because you're a dad of three boys. What are your boys into at the moment? <laughs> uh, well, if, if any of them doesn't have a knife on them at any one time, uh, it's a miracle from God himself. Uh, and my four-year-old, he wants to have real knives, but he just goes and makes sticks that are about yay big. And I kid you not, he puts them down his pants uh, and he whips them out at any moment. And he, yeah, I mean, so we're, we're in like the knife uh, you know, sword uh, the phase right now, which honestly I quite like because I, I, I still, as a 35 year old man, I still enjoy a good pocket knife. Actually, I have one even here with me right now. Uh, and so, it, you know, the apple does not fall far from the tree, apparently, when it comes to uh, knives in my, uh, in my family. But I do have a new, new little addition. I do have a little girl now as well. And she's one. So she's, uh, we've got four kids and she's thrown a little bit of a uh, you know, a spanner in the works as far as everything that I know about. You know, with boys, man, you can be tough as nails with these boys and they kind of get over it. If I even go ah, 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 to Evie, she just crumbles. So I've got knives on one side and I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that I'm going to have like dolls <laughs> and play fruit on the other side. <laughs> it's so different. Hey, I've got a girl and I just can't imagine how different it would be to have a boy now that I have a girl. But it's great to have a bit of a mix. On the way, Jeremy Camp, we're going to continue chatting to the guys from For King and Country. But right now, Jordan Felice, Stars in My Sky at Vision 180. It's Doe with So Good right across Australia. It is your Saturday simulcast of Vision 180. Mel, keeping your company. And, of course, we're streaming live at vision180.org.au. Thanks for joining us. We have the pleasure of catching up on Zoom with Luke and Joel Smallbone from the band for King and Country. Now, Luke, I heard that you're doing a bit of coffee roasting. Is that right? Yeah. You know, hopefully the Australians think that it's worthy and good enough quality. But uh, yeah, in America, uh, the coffee isn't always that delectable. So uh, we may need you guys to come and teach us a few things. But yes, my father-in-law has a little uh, roasting operation and it just happens to be on our property. And uh, my wife, you know, she just likes get the, she gets these like ideas of, hey, I'm going to raise money for so and so. And so I was like, OK, how are you going to do it? She's like, well, we could sell coffee. And it's like, all right, honey, if you want to do it, let's go do it. So I actually turned into a, like a little, you know, Etsy uh, uh, guy where I was my wife was going out selling the, the coffee and shirts and all these other things. And I was filling the orders. I kid you not. And so I was in there just printing off packing slips and uh, all of the all of the above. But uh, it's honestly, the humanity of doing some of those things is is wonderful. And the kids got involved. They put the stickers on the coffee bags and all the different things, and so it made it made it a really special thing. That's really awesome. It's great to do something different outside of music as well. And hey, we all love coffee here in Australia. We're going to continue catching up with Luke and Joel from For King and Country after this. Here they are, never give up at Vision One Eighty. 
Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash vision180au. Mel here for your Saturday simulcast and joined by Luke and Joel Smallbone from the band for King and Country. Now, we've heard from Luke. I want to know, Joel, now you and your wife Mariah are also branching out to do some other stuff. You're working on a podcast as, as well, talking about vulnerable, honest conversations. Now, I always thought the most important part of a relationship was the food. So we want to know, who cooks the most in your family? My parents-in-law cook the most at, at our house. So a little fun fact for you, speaking of updates, we, um, so when we, uh, earlier when we moved to America, we bought, uh, mum and dad bought a little farm and, and Luke and I grew up on that farm. And I'd always had a sort of a pipe dream to build in the back of their house, uh, in sort of land back there. And so over the last four years, we've been working on it. We moved in about four months ago, but we built a house for, we kind of, her parents-in-law moved from California and we, so we built actually two homes. So we, we've sort of, uh, struck gold, Tim, and that we get to walk sort of across the breezeway and, and, uh, the Hispanic, culture similar to australia but the hispanic culture loves family and food and so one of her my mother-in-law's love languages is to make breakfast and and whatnot so a lot of times you'll find us over there um mariah and i are are masters of reheating and leftovers uh, when it comes to food the small bone family is pretty upset because the seven kids six of them are married Five of those six married couples have procreated, and there's only one that hasn't. And um, I won't name names or anything, but it's Mariah and me. And so there's a little bit of frustration over the fact that we are yet to produce any um, offspring. But going back to becoming us, that, that was actually sort of the idea of that was just to even chronicle. There's this interesting in-between in relationships where, you know, there's a lot about teenagers and young adults and falling in love and all the rest of it and then there's a lot about parents with kids but there's this gap in the middle of like newly married and and early years of marriage and and which by the way are some of the most pivotal years of like building your relationship and your dynamic and there's just this this weird in between at least over here of no one talking about how to do that well and so we through basically sharing our flaws and 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 our learning experience over the last seven or eight years um on this six episode podcast kind of went through actually our dating into marriage how we sort of navigated and hoping that some people don't make the same mistakes and and they're a bit wiser for it so So good. We're going to continue chatting to Luke and Joel on the way, but right now let's get into one of their hit tracks. This one is still racking up streams for God Only Knows, teaming up with Echo Smith for King & Country at Vision 180. Letty with Howling right across Australia, your Saturday simulcast on Vision 180. Mel keeping your company today and, of course, joined by Luke and Joel Smallbone from the band for King and Country. I'm loving chatting to you guys. Now, we were talking about family, but I want to move over into your life as musicians. Now, you've been working together as a family band for a long time now. How do you stick together, working together being family and still come out mates on the other side? Well, I think that, you know, uh, which is a great question, by the way, you know, 
Joel and I have actually been working together now for close to 15 years. And, uh, you know, that's a, a long time, not always officially as for key and country, but, you know, Joel and I were arch rivals growing up, uh, didn't really get along all that well. And, uh, I actually wanted to play sports, uh, growing up and, uh, uh, I tore my ACL on my left knee, uh, playing basketball. And, uh, I could pretty quickly realize that that was a way of God saying, I don't want you to play sports. And so I was looking for what was next in life. And, uh, graduate high school. So, you know, 12th grade and, and Joel comes to me and says, Hey, what do you think about writing some songs and singing on some demos? And, and it's funny, the infancy of, of those, those decisions of, yeah, let's go do this. It sounds so much fun. Uh, you need that because it does get hard. And if you're going to do it and you're going to mm-hmm. do it in a, as a profession, you know, you, you're going to, you're going to have to basically say, Hey, I like my idea better than yours, but wait a second, you like your idea better than mine. What do you do? And I think that's the brilliance of of actually working with family is, um, man, we still got to do we still got to do um, you know Christmases together. We still got to do family holidays, and so you're forced to resolve some of your differences. But I think one of the things I've realized about music in particular, and maybe this is any art, is when you think that you've stumbled upon something great, and somebody pushes back on something that's great, it usually gets better. Because you're always going to come back to that. If it was great, you're going to come back to something that's, you know, that was already pretty good. And usually most people can get to mm. a, that is a good idea. All right. The, the problem is, is can you make great amazing? Can you make great brilliant? And I think that only comes with some disagreements. I think that only comes with a little bit of tension. I think that only comes with some difficulty. And so the, the hope is, is that for both Joel and I, like Joel's one of my best friends in the world. We have done so much of life together. And if he comes to me and says, Luke, I really, I've thought about this. I really don't like your idea. And I'm not just saying that because I want to win or I want to be better than you. There's a great chance that he's actually right. And so, you know, you compromise and you give a little bit. And I think that's where something great comes. And so in some cases, if it wasn't for family, I don't think that we would have maybe some of the things that have taken place and songs and, and, and that, that have happened because there is something about that friction, that, that family uh, relationship that I, I think, I hope. Uh, produces something special. I think it definitely does, and we can tell that by all of your music and your new album that's coming out very soon. Loving chatting to you guys. We're going to continue chatting about how they deal with being a Christian band in a mainstream world and how, you know, do they have pressures to conform? We'll chat to Luke and Joel on the way, but right now, here they are with Joy, the remix of Vision 180. It's a beautiful life for Alexander Puppers, all the way from Sydney. He's part of the Hillsong Young and Free Band. He's gone solo and uh, loving his solo stuff. We are continuing to chat with Luke and Joel Smallbone on the show from For King and Country. Now, guys, it must be quite hard in your industry. You're Christians, but you're playing with the big boys. Now, I thought the role as Christians is to swim against the current. How does it feel to be counterculture? Like, do you feel any pressures that you have to conform? I feel as though music is inherently spiritual. Uh, there's something, and, and set aside lyrical content. I mean, you hear a melody or uh, it, it, and it sparks something emotionally, spiritually in you. You go back to the earliest tribes of, 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 of humanity and there was always rhythm and they were always, they always in the greatest moments, Moments of commemoration or celebration, music was a part of it. In the in the highest moments of, you know, spiritual connection, music was a part of it. And I actually think it's it's um it's a great robbery that somehow in the modern context it's actually 
particularly the religious arts, um, which throughout the last fill in the blank have always been the forerunner of the of the arts. I think it's a great robbery that the religious arts in many ways has taken a back seat because so much art and even genres were derived from from church and cathedrals and black gospels and whatever it might be. I, I even I, I sort of flip it on its head and say, uh, yes, it is countercultural, but I think it's actually getting back to the OG version of the way things are. And, and in that perspective, I feel like writing life songs and love songs and God songs with the, the perspective of, of being uniting people and, and bringing people together is actually the sort of the way it's it's meant to be. I also feel as though this is sort of precisely what we what we want to do. So we 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 I think the only places we pro- probably sometimes can get ourselves into hot water it potentially is just in who we ask to collaborate with. You know, we do want to keep pushing that wider to you know um, new faces and 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 people naturally who think or act or vote or you know live differently from us because there's some synergy in that oh well i mean look i don't i don't think it's as much of a pressure to conform i do think there's a pressure um to make sure your art is good i think sadly in in some cases in our subgenres of music we 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 can keenly understand um who uh, our audience is and we start from the basis of writing a song for those people or maybe creating a radio show for those people versus what is act what are we actually going through what am i actually going through and you know I, I learned very very early on in my career that if i write a song that is real to me there's a great chance that there's millions of other people in the world going through the exact same thing but you gotta write songs that are genuine that are real to your heart or else you're you're letting you're letting your ideals control the impact of your creativity. And so my biggest struggle is honestly just making sure that as Christians, that we're excellent. That if you're going to play a, a Taylor Swift song, a Justin Timberlake song, a Fakir Country song, and a Bruno Mars song, that there's not this massive dip when Fakir Country comes on. You know, that, that we should be brilliant. If we're, we're, if we're in touch with the, you know, the, the, the maker of the world, the universe, our creativity should be brilliant. And, you know, what I've realized is a really great song is a song that can communicate to the convinced and the unconvinced. But if we're only ever communicating to the convinced, there's a great chance that our art is actually soft. It's not good. And, you know, I think that's probably more of a, 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 a struggle for us. And what we're trying to do is, is make sure we're always pushing to make sure that people go, man, that's not, where did it come from? Because I, there's, there's something different about that. There's something different about those lyrics. There's something different about the hope that they're talking about. We can, we can be effective that way. But if we're just mailing it in and it's just a song to get played for the sake of getting played, no, come on, right? let's at least somebody else to do that. Mm, so true. And well, well answered. Love that, guys. We're going to continue chatting to them. We'll find out all about their brand new album, What Are You Waiting For, out March 11th, up next. But right now, the acoustic version of Together and Vision 180. This is for the busted heart. Blanca, even at my worst, right across Australia, you're with Mel at Vision 180 and you can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Vision 180 AU or Instagram as well with the same tag at Vision 180 AU. Today, we have a very special show. We are joined by Luke and Joel Smallbone from the band for King and Country. Now, guys, 2022, I've heard a lot of people say is kind of like 2020 again, where, you know, we don't know what's happening. There's new strains and we don't know if COVID's just starting or just ending. This is the year you've decided to bring out a brand new album. 
What themes do you explore in 2022 with a new album from For King and Country? I, I think we both feel like there's a real opportunity going forward uh, in that for the first time in our lifetime, there's, there's a, a um, what we'll call a universal suffering where, you know, other events that Australia's faced or September 11 in America, whatever else, they've always been isolated to a certain people at a certain time. Whereas the last two years, every, every creed, every color, every culture has been somehow impacted and affected by this pandemic. And um, with that common suffering, I think there's an opportunity to find a certain, a new level of relating to one another where we don't tolerate each other but we're actually able to show compassion and empathy and, and look at one another and go remember when like where were you when this happened how did you face it and find that deeper connection i think there's also another layer to this album particularly and that was um it's really a record of a lot of questions i think we've we've become i don't know about you guys over there but everything feels like a statement over here lately everything just feels like this is the way you do it you know this is this is the reality even when people are not talking about things they know, it still feels like they're stating facts. And, and part of what we want to do in this record is just embrace the mystery and the marvel and the, and the question of um, where we find ourselves. So it's, yeah, it's a, it's a family record. It's really a, a sort of a, it's a, it's sort of a global record. Obviously it's a spiritual record, but in many ways it's a question of um, obviously what are we waiting for? Kind of where do we, where do we go from here in this this new frontier? You know? Now, your album Burn the Ships had a little bit of a theme to it. What would your fans notice now having a look at this new album? Does it have like a visual theme towards it? Well, if you, you reference Burn the Ships, what's interesting is, you know, Burn the Ships was very nautical in, inherently. You know, it was it was... It was water. It was oh, like a lot of the music videos. It was either raining. We were either falling into water. We were on a ship with water around us. We were on a, you know, in Iceland on the on the uh, this, the the black sands of the Iceland beaches. There, this is sort of like if Fakian country traveled inland um, and uh, sort of went into the desert and became sort of desert wanderers or or adventurers in some ways. And so even we were just literally three days ago, or on the day before yesterday, we were in um, Los Angeles shooting um, the final of the pre-release music videos. It'll be our fifth music video. Um, and we were shooting just uh, for geography lesson. If you go inland uh, from California or from LA, it just basically becomes a desert. Palm Springs is there. And if any of you are Christopher Nolan or Tenet fans, we, we shot literally in the same location that the finale of that film shot in. It's this sort of desolate, um, there's a bunch of structures, it was actually an iron mine. And uh, so that that's kind of the, if, if people have a real keen eye and they follow the the storyline of the King Country, they'll, they'll notice that we've sort of replaced water with sand in some ways. Oh, I can't wait to have a listen to your new album. It sounds so exciting already. And this one is going to be featured on it. It's Relate for King and Country at Vision 180. So hard that you and he loves you for who you are. Who you are, Ali 
Kylie Minaj right here at Vision 180, right across Australia. It is your Saturday Simulcast with Mel. Thanks so much for tuning in. And there's a good thing you did because today is a very special show. We're catching up with Luke and Joel Smallbone from the band for King and Country. They've got a brand new album coming out. What are we waiting for? A set to be released on the 11th of March. Now, guys, you're just about to release an album. You've done the hard yards but it hasn't hit the audience yet. You're just kind of waiting until that release date. How does it feel to be in the middle in that transition space when it's not quite out yet? What's your hope for this album? Yeah, I mean, look, we um, the only thing you can do is, is put forth your, your best effort and write songs that you feel like, uh, you know, obviously, as you said, that you're happy with, that you're, that you're proud of. And I think Joel and I are exceedingly proud of, of this one. You know, we... we it's the first album that we got to write really being home. A lot of the other albums were in the back of a bus or, you know, at a venue and you're walking off stage. I got this idea and, and there's something to that, but it's also exhausting. and also takes a very long time. And, uh, and so this was one where we were actually really able to be home and for the most part treated it kind of like a nine to five. You know, we would mm. go into the studio, write these songs, work on the production go home, play it for our wives and kids and they can decide if it's any good or not. And then we're back at it tomorrow, you know, and, and away we go. But, you know, in some cases, it's not our job to actually figure out if it's good or not. That's what you guys are up, you know, that's what your job is. And so our, our hope is, is to write something that feels compelling, that feels authentic. But where, you know, and the other thing is, is, you know, music isn't everything. There's so much more in, in some cases that, uh, that can be important. The music so we're not sitting there going oh I, i'm just so nervous because man music is a part of our life and i think we're re- really grateful for that but it's also not the pinnacle of life relationship a lot of times is the pinnacle of life where you get to share these memories and so for for us i think our hope is is to bring people along in that relationship mm-hmm. with this with this album and uh and and so in some cases we're not you know, nervous as much as I hope that when people hear this music that they will go, I feel their friendship through this. I feel what they've gone through. I feel, you know, a lot of people are like, well, you wrote the album through the pandemic. Does that mean it's just right about, pan- you know, the pandemic vibes, you know? And I was like, no, no, no. There's so much that we learned through the pandemic that I want to take with me, that I don't want to see yeah. die. If we ever get back to normal, you know, I, I want to keep some of these things alive. And I think that's where a lot of this, this music is coming from is, is the hope of when it does get back to normal per se. I don't want to forget that I was in a massive hurry before the pandemic. I don't want to forget that I was too busy. You know, I, I want to I be able to soak in. I want to be able to breathe. I, I think that's our hope for this album. I cannot wait to hear it. It's set to be released 11th of March. What are we waiting for from For King and Country? We're going to continue chatting with the guys, but right now, here they are with Amen at Vision 180. It's messages for King and Country teaming up with Lecrae right across Australia. You're with Mel at Vision 180 and a very special show today. Our feature artist is for King and Country and we're catching up with Luke and Joel Smallbone. Guys, can you give us a little bit of a teaser? Your album is set to be released 11th of March. Let's chat collaborations. Do you have any collaborations on this new album? We tried harder than the the success that we actually ended up having. Uh, but uh, yeah, there are there are some uh, yeah. collaborations on the on the new project. It, it, Joel said it before. I mean, man, finding the right voice and the right you know lifestyle, for lack of a better term, is also pretty important when you're trying to, <laughs> trying to find uh, collaborations. And so 
you know, I think the person asked, is this an insight to releasing a country album because we're playing a rodeo? Uh, I, I think that the last <laughs> thing that people would want for, from Fakir and Country is to be playing uh, country music. And to be honest, I'd probably can question my life if I had to play country music all the time as well. So, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I don't think we're going to, we're not going to be doing that anytime soon. Though, I, I, we, we're, speaking of the rodeo, we're playing this Houston rodeo, all right? And it's in Texas. And I thought, like, everybody was making this as a big deal. And I was like, oh, it's cool. I mean, what? There's going to be, like, this is gonna, you know, 15,000 people there. That's a, that's a big deal. And somebody looked at me. I was like, no, no, no. There's going to be 55,000 people at this rodeo. And I'm like, do that many people care about rodeos? And they're like, yes, it's a big deal here. And so, anyway, right. we're playing the Houston rodeo. That's not an indication of any... uh uh you know genre changes or slide guitar uh ideas or anything like that but uh yeah that's what luke thinks Uh (laughs) (laughs) for king and country thank you so much joel and luke for joining us on the show and uh you can check out the podcast it will be up in the next couple days right here at vision 180 and on our website vision180.org.au Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.